Attention on deck. You're about to take command. Welcome to the bunker. Welcome, everybody, back to the bunker. Yes, I'm your host, Andy Burrows, and this is our Friday preview podcast. Uh, I'm joined by one of my illustrious co-hosts today, Mr. Jesse Martin. Jesse, how are you, sir? How are things across the pond? How has your week been? Uh, yeah, the week's been great. I'm doing all right. It's Friday the 13th, so some freaky stuff is going around. But um, <laughs> uh, other than that, I think uh, uh, I think everything's going well. Uh, good, mate. Good. Uh, we sit here getting set, uh, the Washington Commanders uh, set to take on the Atlanta Falcons this coming Sunday. Uh, Jesse, how do we recover from last week's uh, Thursday night massacre, as I'm calling it? Uh, you know, um, we, it's been very heated with fans this week on social media. I know you've taken your Twitter break. You've done what I've done a couple of weeks back, and it's probably good for your health. Because all this weekend, I've got uh, this week, I've got into it with fans. There's Jack Del Rio chat. There's Ron Rivera putting a sign up above the locker room saying, do your job. Fans backwards and forwards saying, this person should be fired. That person should be fired. Uh, Jesse, how are you seeing things since last Thursday's absolute ass whipping? Have you hit the reset button and we go again? Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I know this is probably goes against the consensus, but Ron Rivera was right to put that fucking sign up. Do your job. Go out there, make your tackles, do your assignments, and go out there and be the defense that you were put together to be. Uh, and, and, and you know, all the angst is on the defensive side of the ball. I know everybody wants to to fire Jack Del Rio. Everybody wants, uh, you know, Ron to wear, uh, Rivera to uh, uncross his arms on the sideline. But the fact of the matter is, the players has got got to play. They they have given up thirty seven uh, uh, explosive plays, and you know I I know people want to to put it on the play calling, but Jesus, they're there to in position to make the plays. I don't think any play calling is going to uh, do anything to 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 X these, these huge explosive plays, they got to stop biting on stuff. They got to go out and be the defense that we saw last year. Not much has changed since last year. We know this defense, they got good players. And, and what gets me is people, a lot of people hold candles to these players. Like they're untouchable. I'm sorry. They're not. I mean, we've been, this, this has been a very disappointing season and, and to be all honest with you, it didn't start out that way. I mean, we didn't give a t up a touchdown against um, the, the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, we started off a little bit rough on the uh, in the Denver game, but it was the defense that actually turned it around. And up until the third quarter of the Buffalo Bills game, we only gave up 16 points. Where is that defense? That is what I want to know. And it what has gotten me so hot. So – I think us fans, we, we need to stop trying to point the blame, but focus it on the players. I mean, they're not blameless in this situation, guys. I mean, yeah, our coaches have faults, but the the players are, are, are not playing up to, to their standards. I mean, 
when's the last time you heard John Allen's uh, name being called on the TV or Jerron Payne or Montez Sweat? The only person I really saw giving full effort 100% of the time was Chase Young in that game. He was the only person I, that was noticeable. And I know I'm going on a tirade rant right Go now. Go for it, bro. Get it off your but, chest. But listen, I I I I met Derek Forrest. We we actually both I met him in, uh, before the season started. I loved Derek Forrest last year, but he has disappeared. And maybe I I don't wish injuries on on anybody. Maybe just maybe him being being gone for a little bit of uh, time might help the situation a little bit because listen, he wasn't playing good and and nobody in the right man, mind can, can, can say that he was, he wasn't, he, he give, gave up a lot of plays. And, and I know personally Butler's given up some plays, but he's young too, but he really ha- has hurt this team way more than he's helped it. All right. I'm, I'm going to stop ranting. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, mate, it's like counseling. Um, the, the big question that's been going around a lot of fans uh, this week, myself included, I mean, I'm, I'm with, you know, we all obviously you've seen that you, I know you haven't been on Twitter, but you, there's a, in our group chat, we have our wash, our commanders group chat on WhatsApp. There's, there's, we're all in it. The UK guys, the American guys, we're all in there together. Uh, the big consensus amongst us all is that Jack Del Rio has come to the end of his time in Washington. Um, I'm very much on that train now. And, and look, I'm not in, in the business of, immediate reactions fire everyone a hundred percent not on the fire on Rivera train yet uh, I'm still he still has my full support and as for the as the arms folded I mean we we all do it we all get animated during a game day uh you've done it I've done it you know I think you can't inject passion into someone just because he's not ranting and raving on the sidelines doesn't mean he's not passionate but then he does come out with stupid comments like i just let the guys get on with it at halftime i didn't really say much now whether that was for the t what he says on tv and what he does in in the actual locker room are two different things the worrying thing for us as fans um i think lj might have said mentioned this on social media last week is the in-gate the lack of in-game adjustments Me, me and you mentioned this when we were talking after last thursday's game um, we've mentioned it when we recorded our, our post-game show and, you know, Forbes, Emmanuel Forbes was getting absolutely destroyed. Um, but it didn't, they, we couldn't seem to adjust to get him any cover uh, in the game. We couldn't seem, our, our safeties were non-existent. Our linebackers are non-existent. In-game adjustments and Jack Del Rio in the same sentence, for me, they don't seem to go together. And and that's worrying as, a, as, as, a, and as an elite NFL coach as he is. I've been told a thousand times on social media this week, you know, from the people that still want him in the building that still don't think he should be fired. And they're like, well, you need to give him time. This, this. And I'm like, time? I'm like, okay, yeah, we've had the odd glimmer 2020 season when we won a division in a really weird COVID year. What else really? Has he earned more time in Washington. How many times have we watched our teams? And don't get me wrong, we're going to get onto the offense. I get it. It's not all one side of the ball. I can't recall too many times watching us in the playoffs. I can't recall too many times us winning the division. I can't recall us too many times winning more than nine games in a season. So as much as the players do need to be held accountable, and I'm 100% with you on that, we're going to get into that in a minute. Players still need to execute. They still need to do their job. But for me, the lack of in-game adjustments from our defense, especially, was glaring last Thursday. Absolute glaring. And I think if we go into this game this Sunday, everyone's expecting us to, we should win. We should win this game. But Jesus, I said that last Thursday. I thought we would win. I didn't think it would be 
a blowout. I thought it'd be a typical, like everyone said week one when you and I were there with everyone else, we were talking, oh, we're going to win by 25 points. It, it didn't work out that way week one. We scraped over the line week one. Um, we played a lot better week two. But anyone thinking that we're going to go into this game this Sunday and and tear it up is, is sorely misguided. What's worrying for me is that I think if it does, we can't, every game we've shipped 25 plus points so far, apart from the first one. Um, sure. the, the lack of in-game adjustments for me, Jesse, is glaring. And, and we, I'm with you, brother. I'm with you with the players. They need to execute. They need to do the job. They can't miss tackles. They All these basics that you say are the fundamentals of football, you need to do. But sometimes when you're going to have a quote-unquote elite coach, which people this week have been telling me that Jack Del Rio is, how the fuck does he not make in-game adjustments, brother? That's all I'm saying. I don't think let, let I don't think he this. can. What 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 does in-game adjustments uh, look like? Okay, how do scenarios? I'm 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 asking this because we us as fans, okay, mm-hmm. we see what we see on TV, but our eyes deceive us a lot. Okay, of course, they, they of course. absolutely they deceive us a lot, and we. Are, 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 they're telling us one thing we're looking at one thing but there's quite possibility a, a good possibility that there's adjustments that are trying to be made but players are still not executing to 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 the adjustments okay mm-hmm. uh, but listen jack del Rio has his faults i'm in the camp where he needs to, to play out the year uh, we've seen this time and time from this team i mean listen look at last year man just just look at last year yeah, they they started off a little bit slow, but they they were top five defense last year. From from I think week week uh, seven on, they were top three. Um, and it's 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 really tough because we don't know what plays are being called. We but we we do see mistackling. How can you play blame that on? Uh, you know, anybody but the player itself. Oh, I'm with you. you. Know I'm, I mean? I'm with you on that. I'm hundred percent with you. But when you see him like last season, you threw Jamin Davis under the bus. And then this, this couple of days ago comes out and defends Barton. This, uh, he should not be near a fucking football field, brother. He's awful. Listen, I, I'm with you on that. I, I'm a hundred percent with you I, on, on Barton and players react differently to different coaching this is the same same way as how i have to treat my employees you can't treat them all the same seriously but i know it seems like i'm making excuses and i'm I'm really not trying to i'm i'm trying to figure out why we're uh keep biting on duff uh double moves why we can't uh tackle someone when we when we hit them in the chest um those things you know they, they come down to the fundamentals of football uh for me at least you see it time and time with this team that, that, you know, at least this year, especially with the amount of explosive plays that are given up, they, they bust their coverage and you have the two safeties looking at each other. You know, I, I that's what, what I was saying in, in the beginning of the podcast is we got to stop holding candles to, to the, the uh, Deron Payne's who's not getting um, pressures and John Allen and, and, and Montez sacks. Where, where's all his sacks at? Where, where's his QB hits? 
they're not getting there. They're they're it starts up front, man, and, and our, our our line has let is us. Is that down. all players? Is that the, the is that the, you know, the scheme we're running? Is that the, is that the way they're being? Is it, listen, when you fifty percent players, fifty percent coaching, is it? I you don't, know, I don't, I don't think it's scheme when when they're getting their asses handed to them up front in the trenches. Mm. I mean, what's scheme going to do? I, I mean, all all they're doing is is losing their battles. Is what they're doing. We're 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 seeing what we did not see last year or in the first couple of games. I don't. I I don't. But then think surely that's, that's because scheme. we digressed. As a defense, then you know we. Sure. You mentioned earlier that we were, we were the top five defense last season. Then what's the reason for the for us taking ten steps backwards this season? Is is it just we're playing better players? Is it that you know we're not as prepared? Is it is it something to do with the coaching room? There has to that be a, the, it can't, yeah. To that's be a the conundrum that 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 we're looking at right now. Because I'm gonna tell you one thing: the same people that are uh, calling for Del Rio's head right now are the same ones that were praising him last year. You know, and I thought about this all week long. I really did. I, you know, just this just is what you've been doing to... while you've not been on Twitter, right? <laughs> I, I listen, I listen to sports radio and I'm like, D -d are, are we, are we thinking that Jack Del Rio just got amnesia and, and forgot about, you know, forgot how to coach. I don't think, I don't think so. I mean, look not, at the a points lot's we've change. given up though. This, this is, sure. be, it's going to be, by the, it, by the bye week, it could be some sort of record for this franchise. The amount of points we're giving up. Listen, you're, you're not wrong in that situation. Like I said, Jack Del Rio has his faults, but I don't think nearly the, the blame that's being placed. It's that needs to be spread out, man. It needs to be spread out. I, we we got to hold our players accountable. Yeah, but now, in not, sport, you can't fire players. It's always the coaches that go. You can you, you imagine you if can you bench them though. You can Cody bench Barton. them. But yeah, gee, please fucking bench now, them. Now that that's something I most certainly will blame Del Rio for. Get someone else in there, please. Please get anyone. someone else in there. Literally, anyone. I mean, like, like I said, we we talk about the John Bostics of the world and and, and the David Mayos and, and Cody Cody Bartons, but us fans, we don't want to hold Cam Curl to the woodshed or Deron Payne or John Allen to the woodshed or hell, you know, uh, Terry McLaurin. You know what I said after? Well, um, I, I tweeted this was probably one of my last, very last tweets after that game. Everybody's on the table. Trade them all. And that includes Terry McLaurin because what we're doing, the product that's on the field, these players need to be ashamed of themselves because that man doesn't deserve what's hey, going on. Terry. Right and and I'm going to be all honest uh, with you. I, I know it, it's all roses for Eric B enemy, but I'm just as upset as Eric B enemy as I am Jack Del Rio. He's, he's to blame too for our, for our offense, not to switch gears a little bit, but no, I'm no, not we do. we're going to talk not, about it anyway. I'm not. I'm not happy with with uh, you know how he's calling plays. Everybody wants to you know thinks he he they should fire Ron Rivera and and, and put Eric Bieniemy in charge. What is that going to do? Because guess what, this offense ain't cooking on all cylinders, man. It really is not. There's some issues going on with this offense. What are you putting the offense deficiencies down to? Because, you know, I mean, if you look at Thursday, we had only scored three points in the whole of the first half. We couldn't mm -hmm. convert on third down. Uh, we we, we right barely here. saw the ends up. We didn't even get near. We didn't get near the red zone in the entire first half on Thursday, which is quite worrying. And when we did, we we bottled it and we kicked for, uh, for a field goal. And it got us to three points. I mean, that a lot of people are saying that's down to coaching. That's down to the enemy saying, "Look, hey, we're twenty. We're in the we're in the hole already. Forget fucking kicking a field goal. 
just go for it and roll the dice and you know what I mean? And Riverboat Ron seems to have gone out the window. There's there's so many things right now that are just not all the dots aren't connecting for this team right now. What was working last season isn't working this season. And that's that's on everyone. That's on coaches, that's on players. But like I said a minute ago, you can't fire players. Yeah, you can bench them. But ultimately, in any sports team and any sport that you play, whether it's football, soccer, hockey, basketball, anything, baseball, ultimately it's the coaches that pay the price because they're, you know, it's their job to make us better. You're 100% right. Okay, but these are all professional players here. This isn't this 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 isn't peewees here. Everybody's got their jobs to do, and you can coach until the cows come home. But if they bite on a double move, there's no, there's no coaching in the world that's going to prevent them for for thinking uh, for 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 uh, biting on a play fake. Mm. I mean, that's just there's not because that player is thinking, okay, that's going to be a run. I need to go up there. Okay, and then. Justin Fields bring it back and and sure enough it's 20 yards over their head and another yeah. touchdown okay that's not on coaching man that's that's the player but biting to being too aggressive one, and biting too hard one thing that I've noticed I put this in our obviously you were we all chat in our group chat while the game's going on and as Scouse brought this up and Hartley when he was on with us uh last week uh when Scott was with me last Friday I can and I'll do this again this Sunday you can see you watch I can pretty much call the first five plays that Washington are going to play on offense. I can call them because I know what's going to happen. B-Rock. need to have more creativity in the run game. I can guarantee you that Sunday, when we have our first drive, inside handoff to B-Rock, gain of four yards. Listen, it's fine to run the ball. It's fine to run the ball. Conduct to Terry or whoever, you know, whoever. It's becoming vanilla, Jesse. I can... That's where that, my frustrations are. Yeah. And surely, if I'm, I'm just a fucking dude on the couch. To quote Keith Gray, I'm just a dude on the couch and sitting in England watching a game are. of football. <laughs> yeah, we're all, yeah, we're all sitting. But it's worrying to me how, for the last two or three weeks, all of us, I'll just put it in our group chat, but we're all talking about it. We've all called Washington's first five or six plays, no. bar the odd one here and there. To me, that's glaring. Because if I can yeah. do it, other coaches that are ski, uh, watching film throughout the week going, my God, uh, this Washington team are pretty easy to plan for. They don't, we don't no. come out with, don't get me wrong, Eric Bieniemy hasn't got the talent that he has in Kansas and it wasn't all his play calling. We know a lot of it was Andy Reid. But just give me something where I'm not, I'm not sitting in my, on my couch or wherever I'm watching the game and I'm looking at my screen going, I could tell you where this is going. If I can figure it out, Jesse, an elite defense in the NFL and elite coaches are easily figuring it out. That's where we need to, open Pandora's box a bit, would you say? No, I, I 100% agree with you. And that's one of my frustrations with the offense and with Eric B. Enemy is, is, listen, first down, that, that's a running that's a running down. We get it. But be a little bit more creative than, than, than just straight in the middle of the tackles. I mean, come on, uh, up the gut. Because we know what play's coming. Like you said, us Joe Schmoes on the couch, and we know exactly <laughs> where that's going. You actually think the other team doesn't know where that's going? I mean, listen, man. Do, do, run a play action, or or go off tackle, or or do a sweep. Do something a little bit different to gain positive yards, because we know that ball is going up the gut and going for a yard, possibly two. Mm. And that's that's the first play of the game. That's been like that for the first five weeks, pretty much. I'm I'm pretty sure. Do something a little bit different. Stop being so predictable. 
And, and that's where that's my frustrations with Eric uh, being. Um, and, and like I said earlier, I, I'm, I'm kind of more irritated about that because I think Sam Howell's got talent. I honestly do. Oh, does he, agreed. He, agreed. Agreed. Listen, he is young. He's going to make mistakes. Does he still hold the ball a little bit too long at times? Absolutely. But you just said that um, Kansas City, you know, we didn't have the playmakers Kansas City uh, uh, did. I, I I might fight back on that a little bit. I, maybe ours, our top-notch players aren't as good as their top-notch players, but I think we have more of them. I think we have better but We We don't – uh, so I don't – you might not have seen it, obviously, different time zones and everything. I don't know. I think I was watching Good Morning Football. I can't remember what day it was this week. I caught up with it when I got home from work. And they were talking about the commanders, and we mentioned this in our show, and I know you guys have discussed it over at the Bleeding Burgundy podcast. I know many people of fan have discussed it. We can't seem to get our elite players into the game as much as other teams. It, like, where's Terry McLaurin, man? Where the hell where, is where's he, John's uh, Jahan Dotson? I mean, we were expecting Jahan to have a huge year. I was. I put him in my fantasy team. <laughs> he he's all but disappeared. I mean, is he getting what three targets per game? If I mean, that, bro. What, what are we that. doing here? What are we? But what doing is, here? that's what I mean, though, Jesse. I mean, how can we be the only team in the NFL? I say the only team. It's the one we focus on. It's the one we watch. Is what we talk about. How can we, as the Washington Commanders? Have what we what we call us as a fan base, quote unquote, call elite players, especially Terry, John Dotson, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. What is it though, Jesse, that we can't seem to? There's no ever. There's not many highlight rules of our elite players this season. You're not looking back on a Monday going, oh, no. this player's coming or that player. We can't seem to coach our best players. Is that is that the players not? Is it route running? Is it is it play calling? Is it the fact that the defense is that good? I mean. Every game I sit here and I go through the stats and I'm getting ready to record a podcast. I'm like, oh, Terry. And I look at it and I'm like, not again. Terry had three targets, exactly. four, four targets. Yeah. I'm like, you go and look at the elite of the elite teams and, you know, their elite players. Oh, nine targets, yeah. 10 targets. Sust what is it, though, that they, Washington... They sustain drives, okay? What and, is it? Well, it seems to be a course over the last, God knows how many years. This isn't just this season. We seem yeah. to... It's 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 frustrating. It it really is. But uh, y you know, not when you have. And as much as I love Logan Thomas, and I really do, I think he's a very very good tight end in this league, and, and he's a good tight end for our team. But he cannot be your top target each and every week. I mean, and it was on get... Thursday if you looked at it. Our yeah. main targets, and we said this yeah. on our show. I mean, when I was recording, while I was recording with John on the on the post game uh, with Scott and um. Uh, and we were saying it's worrying as a team. Don't, I love everyone knows Logan Thomas is my guy. He's my, one of my favorite players. But when you look at it, our most targeted player last Thursday was Logan Thomas. Yeah. And, you and can't win games of football having your tight end as your most targeted player. Because Logan Thomas isn't Travis Kelsey. As much as we love Logan Thomas. I mean, Thank God, because I wouldn't want to look at his misses in the stand every fucking play. And how many, how, and I know we got in the hole early, but how many carries did Brian Robinson have? Yeah. I mean, he had what, what, six, five, six, six, something like that. And B, uh, Eric B enemy's come out this week saying, I don't know. Did you see the interview? I think they put it on the commanders um, app uh, online. Eric's come out and said, look, I need to get B Rob into these games Got more. To. Got to. He, he, but that comes listen, back to what me and you were saying earlier, right? Yeah. It's all right. Getting him in the games. Don't just run him up the gut for the sake of running yeah. him up the gut. All the stuff that we heard in the offseason about B-Rob involved in the passing game, the screens, 
hey, listen, when we do screens, they work. Mm-hmm. They did that in the work well for more? good yardage. Yeah, yeah, why not do it? The screen game is just an extension of the run game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pass out the back. Let's get the ball out of Sam's uh, uh, hands fast. That's what the West Coast often is supposed to do. Run after the catch, quick um, quick passing game, and, and explode on the running game. I mean, we've heard this all season, all offseason, how good the defense looked. And this is going up against uh, – uh, even going up against uh, the Baltimore Ravens, how good the defense looked then, how how well the short um, uh, passing game with uh, Brian Robinson um, looked, uh, you know, on offense. We're not seeing it. We're not seeing the the bill of goods that we were sold by the media, by our local media that's out there every single day watching this. We're not seeing that translate in, in, uh, into game days. Why is that? That's the, the the most much. And listen, if we can get our offense rolling, that's going to help the defense in in in, in certain ways. That's going to keep them off the field because uh, right now we don't want the defense on the field. Right now, we need them off the field <laughs> as much as possible at this moment while they work out their issues. I truly believe, at least on the defensive side of the ball, the issues will eventually get worked out. Are they going to be that top? you know, 10 defense that we thought we were. No, I don't think so. But it's got to get better than what it's been. It's it's worrying when you look back. You mentioned last season. So it's worrying when you look back to last season, the teams we played, and you look forward now to 2023, and we're letting the Chicago Bears put exactly. 40 points on us. You, you know, you're, you're looking at an Atlanta. If, if, it would be more glaring to me. If me and you were sitting here on Monday recording our show or Sunday night when we record our uh, our live show with you guys at Bleeding Burgundy, if we can ship 30-plus points to the Atlanta Falcons, Jesse, I'm sorry, bro. Something's fucking drastically wrong. Yeah, yeah Drastically uh, wrong. Uh, Atlanta's offense is, is really bad. I mean, really it's, I mean they got bad. some good players. Now, listen, you know, B. John Robinson – uh, and Keith, if if you're listening, I, I know you're probably going to be in the back. Never mind. Um, he's going to get his, and, and you got to fully expect it. But Desmond Ritter is not a good quarterback. He's he's not. Let, let's face the facts. Got that and and, and uh, one thing that is that kind of is a tick on the back of the head. They do have uh, Taylor Heineke in in, in the wings <laughs> waiting. It's and destiny. I, it's I in had, the yeah, stars, I had, bro. I wonder if if our de- our defense by chance got on 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 a hot start or something like that. Will we see Taylor Heineke at some point in the game? It would Sunday? be. We use this term a lot. It would be the most Washington thing ever mm-hmm. for him yeah. to come back and smoke us. Yeah. Listen, listen. One thing we can say is, is still early enough in the season that they can't yeah. turn it around. Yeah. All right. We're, we're still relatively, it's uh, still relatively early. And, and luckily we jumped out, you know, when it went, won those two games. And we've mm-hmm. seen this in the past with this team. This goes all the way back to Jay Gruden, Mike Shanahan. They will go in their spurts. They'll, they'll, you know, lose one, two, three games. In Does a that spurt come right? Like I got into this in social media, Jesse, in the week. I was getting, and we had a really good discussion with a couple of fans. Does that little spurt paper over the cracks? Because it, it happens every year. Okay. So it happens. We'll go on a three and four, and I'm the same. You're the same. We all get like, yes, this is it. We're, you know, finally. And then. Every season, though, that seems to happen. I don't know what it is in Washington, whether it's it's start, middle, and somewhere along the season, uh, in the 16-game season, um, we will go on a three- or four-game winning streak. And all of a sudden, everything's rosy. 
everything's great in commander's land. Is that papering over the cracks though, Jesse? Because it happens every season and we all get on the hype train for a little bit and then I'm watching other teams play the playoffs in January because we're not there. It does in a sense because, listen, we're not the only team that loses three games in a row. It happens, man. It it happens. I mean, we're not an elite team. Bad teams find a way to lose. We're we're not an elite team yet, okay? We're not the Kansas City Chiefs. We're not the Buffalo Bills. Look, the Bills lost. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know. They, yeah, did you they, see who they, they blame? The they, Jags, they blame you know? the mighty Tottenham Hotspur surface. They blame the they blame the field. Yeah, I heard I heard that. I heart. heard that. But listen, you go from having one heck of a game and losing a a, a nail biter to one of the absolute best teams in the entire league. I mean, and, and that was a winnable game. We almost had that game to coming out Thursday to just. A, a complete dud you know i'm not making excuses for the team maybe there was you know people tired or just or not prepared um maybe they were overlooking I, i'm talking like players uh, you know maybe overlooking you know the the zero and four chicago bears maybe 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 this we, what we need to see this week is a different team out on the field in atlanta georgia we need to see a pissed off defensive line wreaking havoc because we have not seen that yet. I said that about the Bears game, though. Yeah. I said, I need yeah. to see them pissed off from the week before. Yeah. I'm thinking you need to come out. You need to smash people in the mouth, to quote my good friend Doc Walker. You need to hit someone in the mouth. You need to make your tackles. Okay. The whole do your job thing. I, I get why he done it. Uh, uh, but for me, I'm totally fine with that, and I'm also but totally for me. Fine footballers with them. should you should do that anyway, Jesse. You're this isn't like me and you going to work when our superiors think up to do our jobs, and we're not even in the same pay bracket as these multi millionaires. Multi millionaires being told to do a privileged job, you you should be doing this anyway. Uh, you play you one should. hour of football on a fucking Sunday for God's you should. sake. But guess what? I have to tell, you know, it's, I, I, I have to tell people that's been at my job longer than me to do the most basic things. Yeah. It's just, would, it, will your it, opinion change if we, if we ship 25 plus points this coming Sunday, do you then start to think, hang on a fucking minute? Come on. It's the it's Falcons now. Even me. if we ship 25 plus against the Falcons, we've done it well, against okay, the Bears. If, we've done, if, we do if, it week we after week so far. Them, okay. But uh, if, I, also, I, was, I thought you meant if we scored more than 25. No, no, no. I'm saying, how does your opinion if, change? If, if we, we, if we have a bad performance again, then even my mind will change, which I'm the most optimistic about. Who I, we normally have. I am as well, but I'm just, I've watched it maybe because I was up till four in the morning and I was, you know, it was just for me the glaring issue. I can't. I'm. I'm starting to have to take my shoes and socks off for, the, for these games so I can start counting. I need a calculator, <laughs> dude. Honestly, yeah, no, I, you can't I, shift I this it. amount of points every game. I get it. I. I hundred percent get it. And, and this is not sustainable if you if this team wants to have any any sort of success. Mm. Uh, the, and the, it obviously the means your defense is on the field too long as well. Per game, yeah. if you look at the minutes per game, our defense is on the field. Jesus, yeah. no wonder they're fucking tired. You know, hundred um, percent. That's what that's what I mean. But let's, I'm giving it this week, and then if if we continue to see the same things over and over again, then my mind will even start to change, and that's a hard thing to do because I do like this coaching staff. I do. I advocated for Eric Bieniemy 
I like Ron Rivera. Yeah, I'm going to be on them too. But the fact of the matter is we have four first-round picks on that defensive line. No matter what play play is being called, they should be wreaking havoc. We've seen them do it before. We've seen this this same defense play really, really, really good. Nothing's changed in this defense besides maybe Emmanuel Forbes, and he's 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 going to have his lumps. You know, not we didn't really expect this many lumps, but <laughs> he's a young fella, man. I've still yeah. got high hopes for him. But I what what really chaps my ass is this defensive line just. It's it's Holding not doing its job, cards. man, and it's yeah. frustrating. It's really, really frustrating. And John Allen has all but disappeared in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I, the problem I, is because we know how good this defense is. We know yeah. we've seen it with our own eyes. And for, to, yeah. for it to suddenly, don't get me wrong, you can't play great games every single week. But for us not to even put it together, really, I, I can't. Really, obviously, I was at week one. It was okay. It was good. Week two, I can't really sit here and say a quarter that we've dominated so far this season. Well, I mean, really uh, dominated. The, when third I've gone, quarter, the third quarter in, in, in the, uh, uh, the comeback win, the, the Denver win was yeah. dominated. It was good. Yeah. We didn't get, okay. we didn't, there's one quarter. I'll give you, up, I'll hold my hands up. There's one we, quarter we, though. We only gave up three offensive points to mm-hmm. the Cardinals. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Yeah, I'll, you know? I'll give you that. But so that that is worrying. what I'm holding on to right there. You know, you know mm. what I mean. And then the fact that you know through three quarters, we that defense, that same defense, only gave up 16 points to uh, Buffalo Bills' prolific offense. So yeah. I'm 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 holding on, and and even. I know people are upset about what Ron said during halftime. Guess what? I I love that the fact that that the players were upset enough that they got up and 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 talked to each other. Good because up until six minutes left of that game, they came out at halftime and played a hell of a lot better. When you're twenty three three down though, that is not what you say publicly. Fans do not want to fucking hear that. I, you know what? Say anything. Fans are stupid. Yeah, we are. I'm one of them. I'm stupid. Yeah, I get that. But as a fan watching that TV, when your team's 23 3 down at halftime, the last thing I want to hear my head coach coach say is I I should let the players get on with that. I didn't really say much. Now, like I said at the start of the podcast, that could be complete bullshit. And he may not, he may have just said that for the cameras just to shut a reporter up because he was on his way back to the sidelines. He had a game to be getting on with. Some people agree with these interviews just after the half, some people don't agree with him. Um, we would never do it over here in soccer. It would, you wouldn't even get close to one of our our management team at halftime. But you have to take into consideration. Fans don't want. To, we we've had a, a pretty rough season as it is, apart from the opening two games. Fans gives fans something. I don't expect you to tell me that you went in there shouting and hollering and throwing teacups around and God knows what else was getting launched around the locker room. I don't expect that. But don't tell me that you just went in there and didn't really do much. I've been in locker rooms. I've been a player. I've been in, I've been in locker rooms where I've been a captain of a soccer team and I've gone in and I've, the manager hasn't even got the chance to speak because I've just gone when we're two or three nil down at half time. I've gone and he's gone. Okay. Well, you know, you've kind of done it. And then he'll say a little something at the end. I get that, but I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I didn't have a problem with it. Really. No, that's, hey, look, I, I, I didn't. No, I it's good. Hey, we, we come out and, and we started the, we started the second half. quite. Yeah. Well, like, like <laughs> it, it, it it must have worked because uh, up until you know another blown fucking coverage. But anyways, yeah. 
it, it we it was almost a come we're like okay is this is this really happening are they really going to come back again and then obviously yeah, the last, then it, the yeah. last uh, um but listen still early it's there's still time to turn this thing around yeah we got, we got some games that we should definitely be um it, it, they're definitely attainable uh, yeah. i'm not even going to say winnable right now because you know just the way the situation we is. We have a chance. Let's put it that way. We have a chance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jesse, just wrapping up here, we're going to get some some fan questions uh, in the in the moment that you're going to read out. Um, just we look ahead to the uh, Atlanta Falcons game this Sunday, Jesse. Um, what does Sam Howe need to do? So we haven't mentioned him. We've gone nearly 45 yeah. minutes and we haven't mentioned uh, our, our QB yet. I thought last Thursday he proved to me that he is one tough son of a bitch. He is um, so tough. He made mistakes, but this dude, you know, he was extending plays when maybe he should have slid or, you know, he was taking hits that I don't really want my QB to be taking. But it proved to me that this young fella, he's in the trenches, he's prepared to work. And, he, you know, he was getting a fair bit of criticism on uh, online and stuff like that. And yada, yada, yada. He threw an interception. But he proved to me that the kid's got heart. He proved to me that can play. So just briefly, Jesse, what does Sam Howe need to do this coming Sunday to contribute to make sure the Washington Commanders get the get the W? I really like Sam Howe, and Not with you, I, I think he needs just to continue to try to progress um, each and every week. You know, mm-hmm. he needs to just keep being Sam Howe. And, and what the, the one thing, the one thing I have quibs on Sam about is just holding the ball a little bit too long. And he has started to get a little bit better at that, a little bit better each and every game. He's gotten a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, just be Sam Howell, man. Just, just go, just make your decisions, uh, quick decisions and trust your eyes, buddy. Just trust your eyes, trust yourself. And if you don't see it right away, you got wheels bump go, but Lee, just get down before you get, take on three defenders. I, I saw that one game. I'm like, you're, he's getting Molly walked. Oh, yeah. He's and, getting... and we need him on the field I, we, need I, we really really do i i, I think sam's going to continue to get better each and every week um and, and that's 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 nothing but good for us in the long run to yeah. be honest with you amen brother amen uh jesse let's rattle through these fan questions before we get out of here and enjoy our weekend sir uh what have we got this week yep um let's see we got uh from our buddy scott harley is this a must-win game if we concede 30 again do heads need to roll um I can go real quick on that. Yeah, yeah. Go, ahead. go ahead. Yes, yes, and yes. Yeah, I, I don't think any <laughs> anybody's getting fired um, this year. It's just I, not it, until the end of the year. It's not. And, and, let me and, ask you a question. Like yeah. I said to you a minute ago, if we keep shipping thirty plus points from now, say from now till the bye, if, if we ship thirty plus points against the Giants, to week fourteen. Uh, no, if we so we've got the Giants <laughs> coming up on the twenty second, right? If we ship thirty plus points to the New York fucking Giants, especially the way they've been playing this season we may need a bleep machine for the entire podcast. It should if, just if be heads a, don't roll. a continuous beep, like bleep. Yeah, see, man, the heads will time. roll. Heads will roll. Yeah. We can't, say for argument's sake, we we narrowly beat the Falcons this coming Sunday. Uh, I think but it, we've got the potential to absolutely smoke them if we do turn it on. But recent history tells me otherwise. If we go into the, then we've got the, we've got the Eagles and the Giants, right? Yeah. The Giants yeah. are on the 22nd. Surely, Jesse, come the, the twenty second against the Giants, we can't ship thirty plus points against them. No, if we, if, if, if we th- get to the Giants game and nothing's changed, and to answer Scott's question, then I think heads roll. 
Yeah, I, I still don't. Um, just because Ron's not the type of coach that will fire during the Dude, I just, just Does Josh Harris get involved and say, hey, this shit ain't good enough? Jo- Josh, I think, is going to let uh, he's already said he's going to let things play out. Let maybe. things ride out for the season. Yeah. Okay, cool. And, and, and it's fair enough because if we do end up getting 30 points of a game, that means we're not going to win many games. That means we're going to have a very high draft pick mm. and we can do a lot with that. We need to do a lot with that. You know, I, I, that, that's my personal opinion. And, and if, if smart um, sports businessman, if, if they're looking at that and they're seeing that we're struggling this early and we keep racking up losses, you might as well keep it in there. You might as well let it play out. You might as well be, you know, four and in twelve or whatever at the end of the season and have a top three draft pick because yeah. you know you, you just you, whether Sam Howell's the future or not, you can either if you decide to go quarterback or you can trade for one of those top rated quarterbacks and and, and gain uh, uh, more picks. Yeah. Um, What's next, bro? Uh, we have Peter says same question as la- uh, last week after the Eagles game. Uh, all hopeful before the Bears, but how about now? How hopeful are we? It's the hope that kills you, Pete. Chili, my man, it's the hope that kills you. I'm like I say, we potentially could, we should potentially, if, if paper was a score, if paper was a game on paper, we should fucking smoke the Falcons, absolutely smoke them. And if we turn it on like we can, and we all know we can, we've seen it in, we've seen it in quarters and we've seen it in glimpses, we've seen it in maybe the odd half here and there. If we can put an entire football game together on both sides of the ball, there is literally no way we lose this game. Recent history, however, tells me that we're not going to put a whole game together and it's going to be a nail by and we're probably going to win by three points. Yeah. Yeah. No, you you nailed it, man. You nailed it. <laughs> yeah. um, Next Ali, question, bro. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Rich says, is this the, you know, I'd like to uh, answer this one. Go is this it. the worst offense line in recent times? Rich, no, it's not actually. Um, last year's was much worse um, by every <laughs> metric last year. We were at at the bottom uh, or, or very near the bottom in every, met- every metric. And this year, surprisingly enough, we are middle of the pack, top 13 defense in all major. I'm talking ESPN, PFF, the SIS, and there's another one that I can't think of them. They all have us in the top uh, 15 in whole offensive lines, uh, as far as run blocking and pass blocking uh, metrics. Um, a lot of these sacks, as we know, you know, a lot of them have to do with Sam Howe. Is this a perfect offensive line? No. Can Ooh. these stats can be uh, skewed? Absolutely. There's context with everything. But in my honest opinion after watching football for 42 years playing the game and and ever since i was in the mighty mites all the way through high school i think this offense line is a little bit better than most people actually realize andy what says you uh yeah i think it's nowhere near as bad as last season um don't get wrong it's bad just just when they're when they when they are bad they're re- it looks that's really the bad. problem that's and, the thing, hey look you know? i'm the first person yeah. to call out we know all the players that i've called out yeah. so far this season and it is unfortunately for us and everything is a micro a microcosm in in washington it's always like everything's highlighted tenfold and yeah. myself included yeah. you we all do it as fans we all jump on social media we all watch games we're you know we're, all, we're doing podcasts whatever we're doing twitter spaces i've, I've been i went on loads of twitter spaces last week with shelly and pretty much every fan was pretty much saying the same so 
yes, I don't think it's as bad as last season. Just really quickly, Paul Turner put on, uh, he just tweeted me, uh, could Ron and Jack possibly get anything else wrong with backing these rubbish players? Cody Barton, the latest trash free agency getting a free pass. Uh, we've touched on Cody Barton, Paul. I think the guy is garbage and shouldn't be near a football yeah. team. Next no, question. He, he doesn't get a free uh, pass for uh, for he Cody should. Barton, but he should. He I, listen, the team. I, like I said, if we're going to place blame on Barton, we're going we need to place blame everyone. Uh, everyone, everyone's too, open. So. Yeah, you can't just put it all on one player's door. But uh, Jesse, what else have we got, bro? Yeah, I got uh, one more kind of long one, and and then I'm going to have to jet because I have my podcast. Yeah, you're a busy o'clock. man today. Um, this is uh, uh, our buddy Paul Medley says. Does anybody seriously believe that we're going to have a quick turnaround with the team in regards? the performance we have a new quarterback a starting rookie um well basically a rookie a, a, a new offensive coordinator a, sus, a suspect offensive line which we just uh, uh touched on that um we're in for uh the long game guys get used to it we're not that lucky to be able to turn around straight away i also believe that we should get a scat back he wanted um a cane which uh he is now out for the season in <laughs> miami he's a he's a good looking back paul you're 100 right he's now a good looking um, back who's very injured the real question is, uh, will we get rid of uh, Jack Del Rio um, first and Ron stay one more season, or will they both go? I'd like them both gone. You know, a lot of t- a lot of people want them both gone. Uh, listen, if you don't win, your coaches, you know, normally go. You know, that's 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 kind of situation. I both, I I honestly do think uh, Jack Del Rio, and he's proven in the past. He's always been a good defensive coordinator. Um, and Ron Rivera, you know, everybody says he's has losing records. Uh, you know, he, he or or he he's lost more than 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 he's won. Well, guess what? All coaches who don't have a a, a real quarterback, a franchise quarterback, they're not going to win. It doesn't matter if look at Andy Reid for instance. When he's had bad quarterbacks, he's lost. Yeah, and he's considered one of the greatest quarter uh, coaches to ever. Look at Bill Belichick. Look what he's done without Tom Brady. Come on, like, like let's 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 really realize and think about the context of the whole situation. Yeah. Andy, what do you think about uh, what Paul said? Um, as we go, everyone knows my thoughts on Jack. Um, I think I, I, do you know what? I'm listening to you talk. I think you are right. I think they'll give it to the end of the season. As much as, don't get me wrong, as much as I mentioned, if we concede, say we ship 25 plus points this week, if we go, if the Eagles come into FedEx and absolutely put a whooping on us, I think they're the kind of games when they've surprised, this team have surprised us. Look at 2020, I say all the time when we went to the Steelers and everyone's like, you've got no chance, they're undefeated, they're absolutely yeah. killing everyone. We went in there, we ran the ball down their throat and we whooped their ass. Uh, we've done it a few times last season. Um, so yeah, as much as I, I, I'm scared, I think Del Rio could potentially go if we can, if we keep shipping him out of points we are, but I do see your point as in, I think the ownership are saying no changes, nothing's going to change to the end of the season. We'll get there. I mean, I was, I know there was one question about us tanking. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. you're going to get to that stage where we tank for draft picks. But everyone's saying this drive. We had Adam and Ebron last year, last last year, last week, and he was saying this potentially could be one of the best draft classes we've had in many a year. I know Possibly. we're just running short I, yeah, of time I here, I but I don't believe in tanking whatsoever. No, and and it's very hard. It's different baseball teams and uh, uh, NBA teams. That is a different, total different situation when they tank. Uh, when 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 they tank, you can't really tank in the NFL. 
Yeah. It's, it's almost as much as you try players, to, you can't. They're they're playing for contracts for for their next. You're auditioning for th- thirty two yeah. teams in the league. If you're playing bad for Washington, you're auditioning for someone else. Look at Heineke. Look at you know all the players that have gone on and the players that we've got that have might particularly not been good on other franchises. They've gone to do that. But uh, Jesse, it's been good sitting down uh, previewing this weekend's game. Just briefly, just really quickly, what's the score going to be Sunday? Uh well, I'm going to go twenty seven thirteen. The good guys. Oh, to 13. We're only shipping 13 this week. Yeah, uh, I think we're I think we'll get back on track a little bit here. Yeah, I'm 23, 22. We're gonna win by one point. <laughs> you pessimist. Yeah, you know, it's sad when Andy is now the pessimist of the group. It's sad. I, know. I mean, this is what this else, team's done to me. I think we'll now win. it's Andy. I think I gotta we'll win. Keep, I, gotta I keep think we'll going. win by a point. But Jesse, I know you're a busy man. Go and check him out on the Bleeding Burgundy podcast. I know they're going to be there live on YouTube all the time. We've got our post-game show this Sunday. I'm going to be a little bit late to it this weekend because I'm going to be about half an hour behind you guys for the game. I'm missing I'm the start. So, too, so. Yeah, I'm yeah. about half an hour behind. Uh, but uh, check us out on Twitter at Commander Bunker. Uh, all the links are in the link tree but jesse uh good to see you again my friend Uh, no doubt i will chat to you a million times over the weekend Uh, we'll be Mm -hmm. back on monday with our full recap show myself jesse and scouts till next time everybody bunker down stay safe hey everybody thank you so much for checking out today's episode of the bunker Make sure you go and check us out on all social media. You can find us on Twitter at Commander Bunker. On Facebook, just search The Bunker. 